How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Uh, I have my season co-star with me, Dr. Laniel Mitchell with Physio Gym. How are you doing, Dr. Laniel? All good, Brad. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Um, kind of just recapping the whole thing more towards the end, talking about, you know, the going to the 60s, 70s, 80s, your body's kind of winding down. I mean, it's a natural human process to do anyways. What we're, what we're trying to do is better our lives, extend that out a little farther. And that's where, you know, physio gym, as, as we're, you, you're mentioning, this is stuff people need right where we started this whole podcast in their, in their teens, going into high school, into their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, to help extend out all the 60 to, you know, 80 to 90 year old issues to hopefully, you know, maybe this doesn't start to 75 to 110, you know, that's the whole yeah. purpose of it. And yeah, then the yeah. other, the Every, other great, everybody's going to live to a thousand yeah. now. You're pretty yeah. soon. Elon Musk and all these guys, it's, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and then the, the beautiful mindset of a physio gym is, you know, train like an athlete at any age, but you still need to hopefully people are listening, start this age as soon as you can. Don't let this happen where you're catching this in your forties, fifties, sixties. And then the, now, the go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Let me add to that because I, I I've said this for years and I think when people hear train like an athlete, they think that they need to be doing hurdle jumps and, you know, throwing medicine. 40, balls, yards, you know, 40, uh, 40 right, yard sprints. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's not right. And that's one of the reasons why I believe the physio gym was so necessary because I need people need to have a physical therapist involved because one of the things that we're trained in, or at least in sports medicine, we're trained in at a higher, higher level. I, I want to say that hundred percent, but it's not true. What I'm getting ready to say, most physical therapists actually are not trained in this. Uh, they, they sometimes do a hybrid, but what we should be doing for people is what's called an evaluation based protocol, right? Where just like for a business, you're going to do a needs analysis, right? Or an investment. You're going to do some type of assessment. You're not going to just go, Oh, you know what? Here, take my money and put it in there. Right? No, we're going to assess the risk and try to determine a strategy that we can execute on. That's going to build Build you into a situation where you're going to get this return on your investment, right? So ultimately, that's what a physical therapist should be doing. I shouldn't be saying, Brad, I'm going to treat you exactly the same way as I would treat your wife, Jen, even if you guys have the same injury. You're not the same people. And that's what the high level sports medicine and orthopedic research shows is that I should do a custom approach to you and I should do a custom approach to her and anyone else. Otherwise, these these uh, subtle things are missed that end up accumulating over time that causes you to have these problems down the line. Right. So the physical therapist is typically going to be able to be somebody that's going to be able to look at these things, at least on a basic level. But if they're really well trained, they're going to do this evaluation based protocol that's going to get you through. So, again, people think of this idea of training to be more athletic as I need to do this crazy stuff that I see on these YouTube videos or Instagram, yeah. right? But really, all that it is is trying to have this progressive improvement. I'm going to assess you here right? Where's your baseline? And then we are going to improve your functional capacity or capability, your resiliency and your self-confidence. Yeah. Right. That makes you more athletic, right? And, and that, every, everything that we're doing should be designed to do that. Otherwise, what are you doing? You're yeah. decreasing somebody's functional capability. You're decreasing somebody's resiliency and ultimately leading to a decrease in their self-confidence. Yeah. So why would you, why would you want to do that? And, th and that's the main point is, you know, it's not 
train like an athlete people it's just training to become more athletic that doesn't mean some of the things we we're just talking about right. you know you know the 40 yard sprint or how high i can jump and all that it just means anyone at any age can become more athletic in their movements so that's Perfect. that's kind of the physio gym philosophy the other thing i wanted to put out there a little plug for physio gym is like in my world seeing personal trainers you know, and our, you know, our knowledge level varies from trainer to trainer, obviously, but there is a cap until you get onto the different fields and studies. What physio gym brings is, you know, not the typical physical therapist that you think of that, okay, you come in for an injury. We work with you for three months. Oh, you can walk again. You're not the most athletic version of yourself like physio gym would get you to, but then they release you back into population. So now you've got the physical therapy side, personal training side fused together in physio gym. And that's what I think you kind of bring to the market, which is what we're, what we're lacking, you know, unless, yep. unless you're a, a gym that's lucky enough to have a physical therapist on site that kind of can, you know, work and assemble like a physio gym, but physio gym in general, your whole protocols are already structured and set and, you know, as people are getting off their injury, they're put into more athletic type programs. You don't just let them go. And that's where I think you stand out and you're the bridge of the gap between the two worlds. So, yeah, exactly. It's interesting. It's so cool to hear somebody else say it because I, I, I've been saying it for 15 years. It's funny because I'm 41, right? I just found my second gray hair. I yeah. keep joking around about this. Number one, my cauliflower ears should be this big, right? And I don't, I don't have cauliflower ear, <laughs> right? Which people always misread me. And I also don't have much gray hair, but I have a lot of experience doing this. And this idea isn't new. Right. Yeah. You're, you're like you said, we're starting to see this blending of adding some, some of these things in a type of a, a hodgepodge type of way. Right. I had this realization 15 years ago or more, and it just kept compounding and building and compounding. And ever since I've been trying to do everything I could, I feel like my mission in life, because of the way that I think about things, how early I started seeing this has literally changed the way people see physical therapy and fitness. And, and that's what I'm, I've worked on my entire career. And that's what the physio gym is really designed to become this kind of manifestation of the moral and ethical responsibility that we have to provide access for something that is so needed in society. It's like, why doesn't this exist? Yeah. Right. Because you can't trust your health insurance. And you can't trust this system to really care about your wellness or your performance, right? Uh, one of the things I learned really on, early on is that wellness is a luxury pursuit, right? So that's the challenge that we have. If we want to think about wellness and performance, right? You're not going to find it in the sickness care system, right? And the other challenge that we have is, is that for wellness and performance specialists, personal trainers, they tend to not know the, well, the sickness and healthcare industry well enough to facilitate everything that needs to be facilitated during that performance and wellness program to stop people from ending up in the sickness and, you know, and healthcare system, right? So you really need this coming from both angles and blended into one thing. Because again, if you're going to have a better sense of human, you know, we're all human, right? We all have mostly the same characteristics and we fall in this, again, this cradle to the grave spectrum that we all have to go through and march down this path of life. And we all end up going through these very similar things. So why do we end up, you know, basically reducing these things down to their parts without integrating them back into the whole, 
right? And that's where we're at right now as a society. You go, it's like I always think about this with the MMA fighters like 20 years ago. I went to the jujitsu guy, then they went to the Muay Thai guy, they went to the, you know, to the boxing person. They were traveling, all the MMA people that I've talked to from out here in California, that's what they would do is travel through California traffic, you know, driving an hour at a time, trying to get to this guy in this place, this training place, then to their recovery place. It's like, well, why doesn't this all exist in one thing? Well, exactly. eventually that's what that's what happened, right? They started bringing all these, you know, groups together and they have that. But if you're the average person in society, you're still searching all over the place to try to find these answers. Yep. So we just need a physio gym to be in every major city across the U.S. So everyone listening, just uh, keep keep Google searching for your local physio gym. <laughs> That's, the, That's goal. the goal. Or at least we're going to create the influence to make that happen. To have right? people I, do I, it on their own. Yeah. Personal I, trainers, I, therapists coming together and creating yeah. this this philosophy. I, I feel like I've already helped push that narrative. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I get a lot of credit for it, but I, I feel like, you know, even with social media and things, if you look back, I've been pushing this message for 10 yeah. years. I've been you doing know, it for 15 years. So, but I didn't coin the phrase or anything. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to, I want to just start taking some ownership over the domain. You know? So there, there you go. Well, you got to think about it from my end or your end. I think it's more common on a physical therapist then you know i always joke around this like you remember the uh fight club where he's talking about the single serving experiences with people like on the plane and in the oh, bus yeah. and right he's like well you see these people one one time for an hour see you later type of thing right well physical therapy's traditionally traditionally been that way you go to a doctor to be told to go to this practitioner right so you're not really valuing the pt as the practitioner you're valuing what the doctor's recommendation was right so you're some little to some knowledge about the actual really, injury right. itself, which is right. Yeah. And, and well, they probably know a lot about the injury, but they don't know specifically as much as a, a physical person. therapist knows. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I always say, if you want to know anything about physical therapy, go talk to a physical therapist. Yeah, stop going go to your talk doctor. to somebody else. Right. Exactly. We're the experts in this. This is also why we have our doctorates. Literally, they realize that our body of knowledge was unique enough that the, that the, uh, the average human in society needed a practitioner that had a doctorate in this unique body of knowledge. Right. But culturally and politically, we haven't implemented this into society. So when I started learning about this and the fact that you could go to see a physical therapist without a referral from a doctor, you know, you didn't need that, that you deserve to have access to a physical therapist and why it was like, oh my goodness, it was mind blowing. Like why, why hasn't this been this way before? Meanwhile, you go into the military or into any athletic setting and you can go straight into the, into the sports medicine facility or straight into the, the, the nurses scenario or whatever and get treatment without ever seeing a physician. But the political, cultural side and also with the health insurance right tells you that you have to go through all these hoops before you can go to see a physical therapist before you can actually see the person that's going to get to the bottom of helping you solve your problem this make, it makes no sense it's completely yeah. backwards right well, still that's the old, why it's, yeah still the old mentality of uh, the doctor or medical doctor it's not just a doctor it's medical doctors already different different lines of doctors so they're still putting the medical doctor up so high that that is the first person that you see for anything in life and that's not how it should be it should be per category yeah, sure. But then the, those uh, categories should also be working in synergy with these other exactly. practitioners, 
well, right? So yeah, no, no doubt. That's to me, that's the revolution, right? We are experiencing a lot of revolutions culturally right now. We're seeing all these things with the identity politics and COVID and just everything, electric cars and the fact that we're doing this podcast yeah. here. I mean, both you and I can sit here and do this. Like, you know, this technology just didn't exist before, you know, which I always have found interesting because people can create a custom playlist. I remember when Napster came out, it was amazing, right? And all of these things that we can do to take control of our lives, but yet people don't do it with their health, right? They may be more likely to do it with their fitness, but you know, they're, they're still missing this comprehensive approach. Yep. Join the revolution. Join the revolution, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, so, uh, thank you, uh, Dr. Laniel for, uh, coming on our show. Um, for our listeners, uh, what is the best way to get a hold of you website, social media, Yep. Yeah. So social media, I'm at Dr. Laniel on Instagram and you can easily find me at Laniel Mitchell on Facebook. You know, I'm pretty responsive to people's, you know, messages directly, you know, physio gym, F-Y-Z-I-O-G-Y-M, like it says on my shirt here. You know, if you just search for that, you can find us. We're on social media, you know, physio at physio gym revolution on Instagram. And, you know, the, the best email to reach me, if you're looking at, you know, trying to set up a, consultation we do free consultations both in person and uh you know virtually you would uh, basically look for jim physio g-y-m-f-y-z-i-o at physiogym.com f-y-z-i-o-g-y-m okay and uh like always with all my uh co-stars on all my seasons i'll put all the details in the in the notes section for all our listeners too so the links will be in there you can just click on them uh, so uh, thank you, Dr. Neil, for jumping on the show, and uh, we'll get you back on for another four episodes, hopefully. Awesome. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> cool. <laughs>